You are Locked On Bears, your daily Chicago Bears podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. New Chicago Bears defensive coordinator Sean Desai isn't going to be Vic Fangio. But Fangio's fingerprints are going to be all over this new Bears defense. This is Locked On Bears, and I'm your host, Lauren Cox. I'm an analyst for Pro Football Focus, and I'm here to bring you your daily, in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. You can follow me on Twitter at CoxSports1. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Bears. You can like Locked On Bears on Facebook or join the Locked On Bears Facebook group for even more Bears talk. On the show today, we'll hear from the Bears' new defensive signal caller for the first time. We'll find out a little bit more about his philosophy from a defensive standpoint, what we can expect to see on the field with the Bears' personnel groupings, a lot of information on how Vic Fangio influenced him during their years together in Chicago and what form this defense will actually take in addition to what type of role the new senior defensive assistant Mike Pettin will have and just how hands-on he could be with shaping this defense from an advisory role. It doesn't mean much to quote-unquote win a press conference, but hearing Sean Desai talk and take questions from the media, I think you can kind of hear in his voice and in his answers why Matt Nagy promoted him to the job. I mean, the guy is a well-educated man, academically, a PhD in education, and that education is what helps him be a teacher on the sideline, a teacher at practice, and truly a coach. One of the things he talked about that we won't get into much on today's podcast, but just how he feels like coaching is the type of teaching that he has fallen in love with. And some of his greater philosophies on life and learning are, I think, a big part of what sold Matt Nagy and the Bears on promoting him to replace Chuck Pagano ahead of some of the other potential candidates. But the obvious appeal for Bears fans and analysts alike is this return toward the Vic Fangio style of defense that they deviated from and drifted away from a little bit under Chuck Pagano. And it's clear from Desai's answers, and he was asked a lot about Vic Fangio, he laid out pretty clearly where the influence came from Fangio and where it won't cross over into what Desai wants to do with his defense. Hey, Sean, obviously you've been with the Bears for a while now. I'm just curious, how how do you feel like you've grown under each coach and coordinator? And kind of specifically, how did working under Vic Fangio shape you? Yeah, uh, you're right. Uh, this is my ninth year now with the Bears, three head coaches, three coordinators. Uh, and part of that growth process is really uh, just learning uh, in, in every role that I've been assigned to. And and the, the good thing about the roles I've been assigned to is all those coaches and coordinators have given me different spots and different areas of responsibility. So I was able to really get a good uh, picture of the defense and how to build the defense and, and the expectations and things like that. And that starts all the way from Mel Tucker, you know, it was the first coordinator I was here. And then with Vic for a big bulk of my time in the NFL was with Vic uh, and then coach Chuck and, and with Vic specifically, I mean, you know, he, he's uh, to his credit and you guys know this, he's one of the smartest football minds I've been around. Uh, and for me to, to, 
be in a role where I can assist him and, and really learn from him directly uh, was really fortunate. You know, when you're a young coach and, and you've done some things, like I was a special teams coordinator all in college. I've coached on offense. I've coached on defense. Uh, and when you're a position coach, uh, your primary job is to coach your position and learn your position and be great at it. Uh, and then when you get a chance to take a step back, for example, for me, uh, you know, to be, be a quality control in the NFL was a great opportunity, but to take a step back and learn it and learn the whole defense from the, from the guy that's installing it, responsible for it, whether it was Mel, Vic, or, or Chuck, uh, you, you have a different view on the hows and whys of things. And I really tried to take advantage of that uh, in those roles. And so from Vic, you know, he was great to serve as a mentor and he was very patient with my questions uh, and taught me a lot about how, how and why the things he was wanting to do uh, would happen and take place. And, and that was, I was really lucky to have that. Sean, you lived the joyride of, of 2018 when this was the best defense in the NFL. I'm curious as it relates to your time alongside Vic, what you took away from his ability to impact the game with uh, preparation during the week and what you took away from his ability to call and adjust to a game during its unfolding. Yeah, I think, well, what you said right there, I think, uh, and I hate to answer it this way, but I think you answered it, that own question, in terms of the preparation that I was able to witness him do week in and week out. And, and the truth be told, I had a front row seat at him calling a game. You know, we were both in the booth and he sat next to me or I sat next to him, I should say. Uh, he, 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 he got to choose where he wanted to sit. I was just put next to him. Um, but I sat next to him. Uh, and so I was able to reflect uh, every game within a game and after a game of why certain things happen, certain situations, why he called that. Now, does that mean I'm going to do it the same way? No. Would he want me to do it the same way? No. Right. I mean, this is going to be Sean's de size defense. And the 2018 defense was the best defense in 2018. Right. And our goal is going to be the best defense in 2021. And I think that's what our players are going to embrace and understand. And, and that's what we want to do. You know, we don't want to look in the rearview mirror uh, in terms of what could have and, ha and should have been. We want to look forward and, and really embrace that uh, as a challenge to be the best defense uh, in the league next year. And I, and I think we're going to have the tools and the players and the teaching and the coaching to do that. It kind of struck me right away when Desai said he's been in the organization for nine years. It's kind of crazy to think about uh, one coach surviving from Trestman and Jerry Angelo to the John Fox era. And then, of course, now Matt Nagy, three head coaches, a number of different coordinators and position coaches all surrounding him. And you can kind of hear his intelligence and his thoughtfulness as part of the reason why a guy that multiple coaches and regimes wanted to keep around and really endeared himself to a coach like Vic Fangio being kind of that's why he was referred to as Fangio's right hand man because they literally sat at each other's side in the press box he was to Vic Fangio's right I believe it he's definitely literally physically one of his either right or left hand men up in the coaching box. So that experience, incredibly valuable toward leading this Chicago Bears defense, but he's not going to just be Vic Fangio. And it's not the same players and personnel that Vic Fangio had in 2018. This is going to be Sean Desai's defense with some strong Vic Fangio influences. It should also have some strong Mike Pettin influences with the former Packers defensive coordinator now hired as a senior defensive assistant in Chicago. Desai clarified some of what Pettin's role is going to be 
and we'll explore how that influence could take some shape on the field this season next on Locked On Bears. Just because football season is over doesn't mean you can't bet on football at betonline.ag. They have plenty of off-season odds already available, including NFL draft prop bets. Beyond just the obvious who will be the first pick with Trevor Lawrence as an overwhelming favorite, but also who will be the second quarterback selected, who will be the third quarterback selected, as well as some head-to-heads for some top players at different positions, like which wide receiver will be drafted first, Jamar Chase or Devonta Smith. They also have odds on free agent landing spots. Right now, J.J. Watt, the big headliner with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Green Bay Packers, clearly the top two favorites to land the former Pro Bowl player. So head on over to betonline.ag and sign up for a free account today. Enter our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Sean Desai, of course, has never been a coordinator in the NFL. He hasn't called defensive plays before at this level, so the Bears went out to make sure they had someone with defensive coordinating experience on the defensive coaching staff. Mike Pettin isn't necessarily the hottest name in NFL coaching. He had some rough times toward the end there in Green Bay. Not the worst defense in the NFL by any means, but you know, before that as the Cleveland Browns head coach, there's a little bit of a stench that comes with that too. But he's only a senior defensive assistant in Chicago. He's not in charge of the defense, but that title itself is a little bit ambiguous because he's not a position coach. He's an assistant, kind of a generic assistant, for the defense, and that leaves open a little bit of interpretation on just how he will be assisting the defense from a senior level. And the fear, I think, was that, well, is he just going to be breathing down Sean Desai's neck and kind of be the overseer of this defense and kind of more in control while Desai is more the face of the defense? And it sounds like, based on Sean's answers from his introductory press conference, that it is Desai's defense, and Petten is just there to share his perspective and share his experiences. The Mike Patton hire, it, it feels like a new position on your staff, uh, obviously a veteran guy with a ton of experience. How do you envision uh, his role and you guys working together? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, you know, so uh, we, we had, uh, I think, uh, uh, Coach Monachino was a senior defensive assistant uh, the last couple of years. Uh, and so, so we, we've had, uh, uh, over the last couple of years, people in those roles on offense. Uh, we've had Brad Childress. Uh, as a senior offensive assistant uh, in those roles as well. So we've had that role in the def- or in the system here uh, for quite some time. Um, and for us, I think it's going to be a resource. You know, I think Coach Pett's going to be able to help us on defense and help us on offense uh, from a big picture perspective. He's going to be able to uh, bring in ideas as our other coaches are going to be able to bring in ideas. You know, this is going to be an open environment. And like I said, everybody's going to know who we are and what our identity is. And then if there's things that we can balance each other off of, then I'm all for that. And I think that's a great thing for me, uh, you know, as a first time uh, defensive play caller, let's have some other perspectives. And, and, I, and I hope you guys feel that with the way the staff has been built. It's been very thoughtful uh, in terms of the guys we brought on the staff. Everybody's had either coordinating or playing experience, you know, obviously, as you guys have uh, articulated well, the two of my deficiencies haven't played in the NFL 
or coordinate in the NFL. So uh, we've been pretty intent on, on uh, how we want to develop the staff and, and the mindset that we have from all of our uh, staff members and, uh, and then the traits that I bring. You know, I think I want balance to that. You know, I think I bring a different set of traits from everybody as well, uh, which will be positive. Is he considered like one of your assistants or is he an overseer for the entire defense? What, is, what specifically is Mike Patton's role with the defense? <laughs> so his title is senior defensive assistant. Uh, and so he, uh, in terms of, uh, it sounds like you're trying to ask for an organizational hierarchical chart. Yeah, uh, like is he, I, is he, are you his boss? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to figure right. out. Uh, no, yeah. so I'm the defensive coordinator. Uh, and if there's, I guess, if there's tasks and things that I need Coach Petten to do and Mike to do, then he'll do them for me. He'll do them from coach just like anybody else. But, you know, he, he'll be a defensive assistant with us. So one of the themes that came out of this press conference that I think got a little bit overshadowed by all the Vic Fangio talk, which, of course, the, the big connection is Vic Fangio and trying to get this Bears defense back to the 2018 squad, 100%. Totally get that. But I think the other theme that kind of hovered underneath there was the philosophy of how he wanted to build this defensive coaching staff and trying to balance a few different things and balance different perspectives and get a wide variety of opinions to try and then collectively have a nice balance. I think balance was the word he kept coming back to, where he's more of the you know, academic, intelligent, and to some extent, I think, analytics side, although he didn't really get into a lot of the specifics there, but I would guess he's got some of that math background in addition to more of the personable teaching background. But he, to his own admission, you know, never played in the NFL. I don't know that he was a, a super successful college football player either. He's mostly just been a coach, and he's coached at a few different levels, but a relatively inexperienced coach. But, you know, 37 years old, more on the younger side. Mike Pettin balances that in terms of a guy that maybe hasn't had some of the experiences that Desai has had from an academic and, a, and you know, a, an intelligent standpoint. Not that there's not that Mike Pettin is dumb, but just he hasn't he doesn't have a Ph.D. and hasn't had some of those distinct opportunities to learn about learning and teaching and education in a way that Desai has. But Pettin has been through seasons as a head coach, as a defensive coordinator in three, four different organizations and has seen a lot of different ways offenses will attack you and how to handle practices and how to do certain drills and how to know when to let players take a break and go home and, you know, do all these different things that it requires, you know, you just need experience to figure out what feels right for your team and your defense and to be able to be a sounding board for Desai is a lot of the value there. But he even talked about how the new assistant defensive backs coach, the cornerbacks coach or the safeties coach, Mike Adams, they brought in who had just retired from the NFL like two years ago. He just played for the Texans in 2019. He was actually a college teammate of Matt Nagy's. And he talked about how, you know, Mike Adams will bring that player perspective, a guy who was literally just on the field so he can relate more directly to the players and the experiences they're going through. And Adams was kind of a coach on the field. But what he'll need to learn is the actual, like, how to be a coach. And he won't have to learn the game. He won't have to learn a lot of, like, scheme and system stuff. He'll just have to learn the new role and, and how he's delivering that information as opposed to, you know, Desai who doesn't have that exact player perspective. So you can kind of call on these different coaches with their different backgrounds, and their different experiences with the idea of kind of melting pot meshing together a, a cohesive coaching staff unit. And I think there's some real Matt Nagy influence on 
Desai in that. Like, I, I'm seeing, like, a strong Vic Fangio influence in terms of defensive scheme and philosophy, but a strong Matt Nagy influence in terms of, like, leadership and how he wants to run his team and his side of the ball. Because that's kind of what Matt Nagy did when he built his initial Bears coaching staff, bringing in guys like Harry Heastand and Mark Helfrich that he didn't have a large outside relationship with prior to coming to the Bears, but just getting a wide variety of perspectives to all kind of come together and reach a consensus that includes the opinions of a lot of people. I guess we saw mixed results with that offensively in terms of maybe too many cooks in the kitchen, and that's going to be the real challenge for Sean Desai is balancing that former player perspective of Mike Adams and the senior defensive assistant and former defensive coordinator Mike Pettin, but Desai having the really the leadership to stand up and say, you know what, guys, I appreciate your perspective, but this is how we're going to do it. This is how I want to do it. This is how our defense is going to be successful. And it's sort of a, a wait and see if he can mesh all of those different opinions and perspectives effectively and still come out with his identity of a defense and be successful on the field. I think that identity will be ultimately more in the Vic Fangio mold in terms of philosophy and scheme and he started to give us a little bit of a glimpse at what he will prioritize defensively. We'll look at how that fits on this Bears defense and why I think it's the right direction next on Locked On Bears. Desai said he's not a car guy, but that this Bears defense is more of a retooling than a full rebuilding this offseason. And no one knows more about retooling than our friends at rockauto.com. They're a family business that have been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. They've got everything you could possibly need, from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So whether you're fixing up a classic car in the garage or just want to retool your daily commuter, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks, all delivered right to your door. I love how deep but easy it is to navigate that online catalog. You just enter your car's make and model and quickly see all the parts available for your car and choose between the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. So head on over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. The most valuable thing about Sean Desai that I took away from the press conference is just how much perspective he seems to have on the league as a whole, where things stand and where things are going from a scheme and a trend standpoint, and really using a, a wide range of perspectives. You know, even though he's only been in Chicago for his NFL career, because he's been under multiple defensive coordinators, head coaches, and general managers, he's seen a little bit and heard a lot <laughs> of how things are done. And he can kind of look around the NFL and see where things are going. And that perspective and that understanding, I think, will be really valuable as the Bears try to get back to some of what they did in 2018. But even Desai himself said, we're not looking in the past. We're not living in the past. We need to be the 2021 Bears defense, not the 2018 Bears defense. But they're going to take 
a lot of what was successful about the 2018 defense, plus what has been successful for Vic Fangio in Denver and Brandon Staley with the Rams and now moving over to the Chargers, that's what he wants to bring back to Chicago. I thought he snuck in a couple of good phrases in, in some answers here that flew a little bit under the radar in terms of what this Bears defense needs and how he understands how to do that. You obviously know that the NFL is always a copycat league and there's trends and schemes and things like that. Uh, it sure seems like Vic's scheme is the hot thing on defense right now. When you see the rise of Brandon Staley touching both LA organizations, seems like the Packers are trying to get in on, on this now too. Why do you think that this defense right now is so popular and how do you stay ahead of the game? Right? Cause obviously offenses are going to adjust. Yeah. Uh, the why of why I think the defense is popular is I think it's, we've got answers. Uh, I, I think we've got answers. I think you've got tools. I think it, it emphasizes player productivity and really emphasizes a team defense. You know, we're not looking for one guy to win all the time. Uh, we're going to have opportunities for a lot of guys to win in different situations. And I think that's, that's a valuable thing. And I think we can put pressure on a quarterback and opposing offenses in different ways. And we're going to do that. Uh, and that pressure doesn't mean five, eight, six, seven man rushes. You know, it means mental pressure. It means physical pressure. Uh, and I think the defense allows us to do that. Um, so I think, I think that's a reason of why it's uh, like you said, hot. Uh, and, and let's not forget now, right? Like the defense has withstood the test of time, right? So it might be hot now and that, that could just be uh, guys like you guys are catching on to it. But the, the defense was good at San Francisco when he was doing it then. You know, and it was good in New Orleans Saints when he was the outside linebacker coach back then. So that part of it, I think, is it's proven through the test of time and it's adjusted and it's been adaptable through uh, all different kinds of offenses. Uh, and then in terms of growing and adapting, I think that's constant. I think that's something I pride myself on, uh, understanding uh, where the league is going from an offensive and defensive perspective. And and uh, the other benefit for me is I got a direct line of communication to Vic to see what he's calling. A certain place. Not that he might give it to me, but uh, at least I can ask. You're obviously aware of the statistical regression in, in sacks and takeaways over the last two seasons. I'm curious, as you look at this from a coordinator's vantage point now, how you believe you can sort of get those uh, statistical categories jump started again? Yeah. You know, I think I think uh, we're going to continue to have a huge emphasis on that. And there will be some strategies and things like that we do from a meeting uh in practice standpoint to really emphasize that, really get our players to uh, embrace that. Uh, and then, I mean, the other end of that is to execute when, when it, when it's uh, certain guys' chances to go make some plays uh, they're going to know when they can go take those shots and, and have those opportunities. And, and then it's going to be uh, my job as a play call to make sure they got those opportunities. Uh, and I think we're going to be able to try to do that and, and really optimize all of our players abilities. we got a lot of talent on this defense. Uh, and and it, it's the ability to optimize it. And then ultimately, you know, a lot of times sacks come as a result of coverage and takeaways come as a result of pressure. So it's going to be work, all of us working together and buying into that concept and understanding our roles within the defense. So obviously Sean Desai can't give away all the specifics of here's what we're going to do on defense and here's how we're going to attack offenses and here's how this defense is going to be number one in the NFL next year, right? He can't give you too many specifics on what, exactly they're going to do because they don't want opposing offenses to have all the answers before they start week one. But the thing that he snuck in there briefly that might have been the most important thing, at least to me, that I heard him say throughout the whole press conference is that coverage leads to sacks and then pressure 
leads to turnovers. And I think that's such a critical understanding of where the NFL is going and what the contemporary defensive philosophy is that is having that much success. We've talked about it at some length on podcasts here before. It's kind of a complicated thing, and I I try and do my best to simplify it, but it's this idea that the longer you can make the quarterback hold onto the ball, the more likely it is that your pass rush is going to get home, that the quarterback can get rid of the ball quickly and neutralize your pass rush, but if your coverage can make him hold onto the ball longer, it's going to make your pass rush better, it's going to get more pressure on the quarterback and potentially either lead to more sacks or lead to more turnovers, forced throws, and opportunities for your defense to get more hands on more football. So that is what I wanted to hear from Sean Desai to show me that this defense is going to get back to a lot of the Vic Fangio defense and, in theory, get back to a lot of the success that they had under Vic Fangio. It's easier said than done. There's no guarantee that even though Sean Desai can say all the right things, that he's going to be able to truly lead and execute all of the right things in the way that is necessary. You know, he's he's not Vic Fangio, and he hasn't done this before, and it's still a little bit of a a hit or miss, a boom or bust type coordinator candidate. I think the Bears either have a young wonderkind who's going to be in this Brandon Staley type conversation about, you know, this up and comer, really smart guy who runs a really effective defense, or he could be in over his head. And we're not going to know for sure until we see it all hit the field in September. It's going to be fun to watch. And we're going to break it all down for you right here on the Locked On Bears podcast. So make sure that you subscribe to keep up with all of our daily, in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. We're still keeping an eye out for quarterback developments throughout the week. We may have a couple of different podcasts coming up with a couple of different guests on a couple of different quarterback topics. I'll be intentionally vague about that, but I'd like to go a little more in-depth on Derek Carr at some point, maybe the Russell Wilson situation, see if there's any legs to that, and kind of more big picture at quarterback as well. So we'll have some great guests and some great analysis for you with some perspectives from in and outside of the Locked On Podcast Network. So I hope you'll follow along with us. I appreciate those of you who've been listening in all off season. It's kind of a fun and exciting time, even though there's some unknowns and a little bit of a tumultuous rumor mill churning. But I promise that we'll get through this off season one week, one day, one podcast together, and we'll always make sure you get the chance to bear down. <laughs>